I hope that's not another one of your Caitlyn Jenner uh, impersonations. <laughs> yeah, baby. No, uh, no, I did. No, uh, it was just a voice. I just tried something okay. new. We have a, there's a person working at our apartment on the HVAC and they're like right outside my door. So I feel a little self-conscious here. Oh yeah. Damn it. Yeah. I'm doing a show with the strange I hate that. listening right now. Literally just heard me say that all of this. Uh, <laughs> But that's because my landlord's a piece of shit, and he's also a friend, and he couldn't just wait, I don't know, eight days till we're out of here to do all of this maintenance. Seriously, what the fuck's up with that? Dude, he's like fucking the worst. He just, he's a, he's a great guy who should not sure be a is. landlord. He just shouldn't, mm. he doesn't want to do it. He should hire a building person or a super that isn't me. Yeah. And just, and just stop being a cheapskate. Just hire, like, he owns multiple properties. Instead, he's got my buddy Webb running around doing all of his dirty work for him, or me, and I'm not even getting paid. And it's just like, yeah, my dude, just like have the decency to wait till like no one's even moving in here for like the month after we're gone. Come on, man! I know you're kidding me. Shit. Boy, I called. I had some terse words today. <laughs> terse words. <laughs> I really shook my fist. Landed nowhere. It's like of he's, he's basically. I'm trying to think of like like a similar equivalent. I don't know, like it, like who doesn't care about you? Like you know, like it's like going to customer service at like the DMV or something. Like yeah, they're, like, they're gonna be like yeah. I mean, we hear you. I feel for you. Right, but there's nothing we could do. Well, there's nothing we could do. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like it's such an easy slippery slope to go down to becoming a slumlord as soon as you own property that you're renting out. Oh, right. COVID was the COVID was the 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 bridge that all he needed was the excuse not to be able to go into people's apartments. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that, that uh, it was that one year hiatus where he was like, I actually don't want to be a landlord. I want to own <laughs> bu- buildings and get money, but I don't want to be a landlord. Yeah. You, you know? don't do anything about it. Yeah. And so then to your point, like then it's not like he's a slumlord by any means, but like some shit fell off the wall a couple weeks ago. No months ago. It's just been sitting in the backyard. Like, it's just sitting. Like, mm-hmm. just a pile of rubble. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't live here. He doesn't care. You know what I mean? Of course. And so that doesn't make I still got s- a fucking damaged ceiling from f- oh, four months dude. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But your guy's out of town, right? Yeah, but still, he's, he's also, like, 80 years old. He's, he's a gotta, sweet guy. He's got to be a squeaky wheel, and that's the problem. Like, I want to be a quiet wheel and just have not, mm-hmm. never have anybody come here, but instead there's always problems, and I'm the one that has to deal with it. Like our mm-hmm. downstairs neighbor flood the basement. Who who's here to let the plumber in? Me. You know? I had to go and do that upstairs for the neighbors too. When there was no one up there for, uh, for my landlord, I should say. Like I I was always like letting plumbers in or going in the basement to make sure something why like, is that our was a leak job? or whatever well, else. And was like, come on, because we're nice guys. I replaced the fans in this place. Like every time, like. Yeah, I put machine. a new faucet in. I didn't charge him for it because I was like, I'm not dealing with him and his fucking like, you know, whoa, why do we need a new faucet all yeah. stuff? Yeah, exactly. You just don't want to like, exactly. Like the, so yeah. here's a good example. This is just bitch fest, but I'll just get it over with. Yeah, let's do it. Let's there was a leak in the ceiling. So the ceiling leaked, right? Then you've got the, so the, the paint and the walls need to be redone. They've got to redo the yes. drywall. So they come to do the drywall. Takes them nine different days to get here. They're That's like crazy. using my microwave to eat their lunch. Like, it was just, like, mayhem. They left the place <laughs> in shambles. Yeah. And part of the shambles was they broke, they used the bathtub to clean all of their equipment. Yeah. And they broke, they, like, scratched the enamel, they broke the faucet. And I, like, normally wouldn't have said anything, but I know that's going to come back to me. So yep. I was like, here, I just want you to know this happened. And then he's like, well, I'm going to call him right now. And I'm like, okay, great. So now I'm the narc. Mm. And then he calls the guy, and he's like, you have to fix this. I'm like, this guy doesn't, it's like a fix enamel. Like, he's a yeah. painter. He's not going to fix anything. You could say that up and down. Yeah. And, of course, it's never been fixed. It doesn't matter. I don't care. But it's just, like, it's just one thing begets another. And that's always yep. this, like, series of phone calls. But this dude, I don't know the last time he was in this actual apartment, you know? Right. Anyway, we're out. 
It's over. I got a person standing 20 feet away from me who's listening to me talk shit on my... But I already have talked shit on my <laughs> landlord to her. He and, talk, now, and now you're going to have your parents her, a lot as, did, as he, landlords for a month. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, ha, ha, ha. Laugh it up. <laughs> Can you imagine living with your in-laws? All of our listeners. Imagine, Fuck no. Imagine living with your in-laws with an infant child and a dog. Not infant, I guess toddler. Even worse. For a month. In the middle of summer. Nope. Can you, uh, uh, nope. Try to imagine it. All of there you. was there Every was a point in time. Close your eyes and imagine it. That's there my, was a, my reality. There was a point in time when I there was we were we were sort of on the precipice of having discussions, my wife and I, about somehow after after my wife's mom died, and then her dad was alone, and before he met his his lady friend now who he lives with, that he was really kind of struggling on his own. Right. And there was a discussion. I, there was almost like we were, I think we were getting really close. Like another six months, I think we would have started having sort of discussions. There was already sort of hints. I think my wife was sort of leading me towards about trying to work something out, maybe buy a place here or something with like, or, you know, like, like this building that we live, maybe, you know, buy a place <laughs> here or something with her dad, or, you know, some weird sort of concoction thing where we live upstairs and he lives downstairs in the, in, in a, in a, little apartment or something in the same building and we would have to take care of him. And I, I was just trying to avoid that conversation. I did not want to go down that you're like, road at all. You're, like like go, that. you're going on grinder for him. You're like, you're, like, <laughs> you're setting up a profile. <laughs> Bean and bagel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. J date, whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you're, it takes. Yeah. You're just like, you're yeah. Like, you're like, could you, do you mind if I take your picture real quick? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stamp below you. Pucker your lips. I Don't ask me why. Yeah, yeah. That's here. good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Hold this beach ball. Yeah. Hold this fish. Stand by this truck. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go fishing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to take pictures. Yeah, man. Like, I can't, I can't do that. Like, that, that's not... Well, that's a different thing. And actually, that would be the nice, right thing to do. And that still could oh. happen in your life. It still could, yeah. Like, I have, but like, but that's, I, I'm but expecting that, a, one of my parents there, but to But you don't have it. to, that's, I don't understand that notion that all of a sudden, like, the parents have to move, back, or we have to move back in with them, or they have to live with us kind of thing. Like, you, you can live somewhere, you can live in an assisted community type place or something. Like, well, you have to be able to afford that. Yeah, uh, definitely, he can, believe me, okay. he can. Um, you know, like, I, I, like, I get it if you can't afford it, and that's fine, all that kind of stuff, whatever. Um... Like when my dad, like when my dad got sick and like he went blind and we had to put him in a, in a retirement home and like, we really couldn't afford it. But basically we were just going to like empty out all of his money, sell his house and like, you know, make payments for as long as, you know, he lasted kind of thing. Yeah. Like I, but like, I wasn't moving back to Seattle to take care of my dad. He wasn't moving to New York. Well, like I, I just don't sort of get that notion that like you, like people living with their parents, um, you know, or like, like I understand your situation because it's temporary. It's, it's a month, you know, like, yeah, it's terrible. You know, yeah. I, like, I don't think you would have done it. You wouldn't have had to do it if it was like three to six months because you would have probably been able to find a place, you know, in that amount of time or something then, you know, you know what I mean? Well, we're like, I guess, like, I just, I guess like, like I'm not, it's, I'm very, I'm very anti sort of if, that sort of thing. And maybe I'm an asshole for it, but I don't care. Well, if it wasn't there, we would just live in an Airbnb. I mean, it was just, it was the easiest option. Plus I'll be right. out of town for three of those weeks. Right. So I'm right. not that you know, worked up yeah. about it, but it's, I mean, I just, uh, the thing is what I have to recognize is that they're doing a very nice thing for us. Of course so, they are. It is so, very nice. And so, and yes. we are imposing on them. So all I will just be, you know, just, I just have to bite my tongue and just appreciate the fact that they're doing this for us. Like that's, y yes. And that's a hard, no, I know. I listen, that's a, that's a whole different, that's a whole different thing. You're hard, right. And I, I'm, I'm, I brought up a whole different subject that probably has no reference to this at well, all. So it does because if one of my parents kicks it, Kristen always says, "Your mom's going to come live here." I know she's going to. She's going to try. <laughs> that would just—I mean, don't you have a sister that still lives in Montana? She, yeah, the, she doesn't want her either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mom has, has talked about recently about buying like a house in Vermont. And, and selling the Seattle place. And, and I'm like, that's cool. You can have your own house in Vermont and we could live fairly close to each other. I'm okay with that. But like, you're not 
moving in with me, so I'm gonna like spoon feed well, you I mean, fucking porridge every neither fucking day. Neither one of you kids gave her grandkids, right? Like that's so she's got a. You're her grandkid. I don't know what that means. Did your brother give her any children? No nope. grandkid. Yeah. So you're the grandkid. She's gonna. Of course, she's gonna want to live near you because you're basically her son and grandson. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. She can live near me. That's yeah. totally fine with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm older now. I don't care about like there, there was. That's one of the reasons why I moved across the country. Like I wanted to be away from my family and sort of on my own in a sense, and like all those things. And, of course. Why do you think I live three thousand miles away? I hate yeah. Montana. I I don't want to live near my parents. I don't right. visit them. I try not to see them as much as possible. Right. Like, I don't like. I get it. Like I I I'm. But now, I'm but now I'm all. I'm like all right. I mean, like I don't think I'll move ever move back to Seattle. But like if my move, my mom, like, my mom would never move to New York. But if right. she wants to move to, to Vermont and we're, we're there part-time, uh, you know, like yeah. for a half a year, basically, that's fine. That's, whole, that's fine. That's a whole different sort of subject and stuff, too, I guess. But, um, yeah, man, I, you know, like, I, we, we, I, I, just don't get the, I just don't get the notion that, like, even, like, parents thinking that you'll, like, move back in with them or, like, live with them is, like, an okay. Like, I don't know. I, I don't even know who parents would want that. I can't, I can't believe these people will let us do this. Yeah, like I, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. It's just, yeah. it's. I, I feel so bad for them. In fact, <laughs> my mother-in-law is driving our old car back to New Jersey today from Pittsburgh. Well, that's really she nice. She flew here to get the car. They're so good to their daughter. Don't get me wrong. They're so good to her. Well, of course. Well, they, they. She also. You guys also gave them grandchildren, so I'm sure they're still like, whatever. We'll do anything you want. I guess so. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be something. Anyway. Let's. Uh, that's the page I've got to turn in a couple of days. Here we are. I'm sitting amongst boxes. We're doing probably the last not for nothing from Pittsburgh. Uh, mm. I have. Something we are definitely to, doing the last not for nothing from Pittsburgh. I have something. I have something to admit to you. Speaking of Pittsburgh. Oh, great. I hope it's okay. Don't take this the wrong way. Oh, all right. But I went to a baseball game for Father's Day. Oh, so I saw a picture. I took my baby. On a, to a Father's Day game because my wife was in Italy, and whoa, yeah, for eight days. Don't get me started. Um, Jesus, yeah. So with her parents, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I, t- I was alone with a kid for eight days while my wife was gallivanting around Italy, uh, and so I was like, I'm gonna take him to the game for Father's Day, and it was so fun. It was the best time. We didn't we didn't watch any baseball. No. But but we like he just like liked he kept saying ball ball he liked being in the environment and like there's yeah. a million other dads and nobody cares at a baseball game if you like have to get up a thousand times like it's perfect for a it's a perfect sport to not watch anything like it was yeah. it was great and then there was a walk off home run which just made everybody so excited in the place like it had like a happy vibe yeah. and yeah, nice. you know Roscoe yeah. got to run around and high five people. And uh, it was fun. It was really fun. I like, uh, it was very memorable. That's so, adorable. So baseball, I hate you. You're a stupid sport. Don't get me wrong. But I saw the thing. You know, like I felt the thing. Sure. The thing is I that it's that. like a thing to do with your kid. And you like get to be like, look at that. And look at that. And then you don't pay attention. And then it's over. You, need some, you have some white claws in you. Yeah, I you get know? that. So, because you're not like you said, you're not actually watching baseball or paying attention to baseball. You just it's I, no. it's like it's like going to a park or something. Really, it was like going to a park. We went to a yeah. concert the day before. It was very similar. It was basically the same thing as a concert, like yeah. like a free concert where you sit in the it's grass. It's just a social kind of day. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Where you spend money. That's the beauty. That's that's what baseball is now. No one goes to watch baseball. They all go to like hang out and talk and right. It's the only yeah. it's the yeah. only sport you can be outside. And leisurely sort of talk with the people sitting next to you. We, d- we don't even... Because nobody d- cares. We, the section we always go to, we don't even go to the seats till like maybe like, um, like, till like the sixth, fifth or sixth inning. We start at the like outdoor bar. Mm-hmm. Like there's like an outdoor bar section. Jake, if you're listening, he's been there. They have high boys. You, could, if you, stay, you can still see like mm-hmm. part of the game. And you just stand there and you just chat. Yeah. Chat with whoever's there around. Yeah. You get, yep. a be- you get your first beer there. Then you're like, oh, I'm f- hungry. You go get your chicken fingers and you go to your seats. Around the fifth inning. Then sometime around this, like after the seventh inning stretch, you meander back to the outdoor bar area or just leave. That's Sounds it. Lovely. That's Sounds the game. Lovely. It's perfect. Yeah. 
you know what's going to suck now is that is that you're not going to you're not going to have that closeness now to that baseball stadium I know. once you move. I know I can't walk. It's you know I also just put the kid in the stroller and walk yeah. for 10 minutes. Yeah, right. No, no. It's a and, and and these two stadiums here are, so aren't I don't think they're as conducive to I, that atmosphere. It'll be it'll it's it's going to be minor league or nothing. Yeah, I was going to say Jersey I think, minor I, league Patriot League or whatever it's called. Yeah, that's there's where, a couple around you. I think where you're going to live, yeah, isn't there? Yep. I'm yeah. just going to be. That's it. Like if I got to watch a baseball game, I'm just going to take them to a, a minor league game because I don't yeah. I don't care about like. Right. I might do. I, I don't want to drive all the way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. None, yeah. Of, none of that's fun. No, like, we don't right. care that much. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, yeah, that, that will not happen. There will not be any. Uh, Yankee... Let's go to some minor league games. Hey, you know, I'll go to a Yankees game with you. It's it's the thing is, it's not conducive to that. Nope. It doesn't have it's the... not. It's different. It's not like the place, the spot where we go. Like, you, there's indoor air condition. You walk around. There's pool tables. Like. It's yeah, a, it's it's a much it's a, just a different experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the Yankee Stadium doesn't even have like a good outdoor like hang spot like in the stadium. Like they don't have like they exactly. have a spot exactly. above the bleachers in the outfield, but it's not. It's 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 dumb. It's also like there's a lot more people at Yankee games. And yeah, it, and right. and like and it's Yahoo's. It's a different right. breed. Of, yep, exactly. I don't want to. Yep. I don't want to bring my kid around Yankee fans. No, you no, you don't. I mean, no, you don't. It's just a like, Pittsburgh fans are so sweet. All the ushers are giving him pounds, like you know, yeah, like, right. Get, like it, it's a different thing. Yeah, it's a different thing. So yeah, but minor league baseball, it'll be a, that's that'll be the thing. If we have to watch <laughs> baseball, it'll be minor league. <laughs> I'm sure it's fun, and then of course, Rutgers tailgates. <laughs> that's the, that's the next big thing. He'll just be a tailgater. He'll be going to Rutgers. Tailgates. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited for yeah. that. Anyway. That's my uh, that's my ode to baseball. Congratulations, baseball! Three, uh, we saw what they consider history, which is the first three-run home run game by a rookie to end in a walk-off. Ooh, which is not history at all. That's just like no. No. that's like the at that point. What are we even talking about? That's the record. <laughs> first, is that the same guy who like redhead. pitched like ninety-four miles an hour? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There's a one. I I think there was like a rookie that I saw something about that guy like pit, had to pitch or something, and he was throwing heat. Maybe this was the guy. Is, is he like the shortstop or something? Chris, I didn't watch. I don't know. Yeah. Anything. All right. right. You just know there was a home run. There were three of them by the same player. <laughs> I think all I think the runs. Was, I think right. all the runs came off of home runs, like single. Like it was a. I was so disappointed because the Giants scored a run and the top of the ninth to tie it and i was like i can't do extra innings like i cannot do extra innings like it will break me to, to have to sit here for a Ugh, yeah but well then, you can just leave but then there was a walk-off i know yeah, it was perfect, great perfect. Yeah. all right chris there's enough about baseball enough about baseball we've got an mb first of all congrats to the uh golden state warriors we're a day late and a dollar short oh yeah right. won the national How about championship that? Yeah. uh we, we finished it off in game six. That was, that was pretty impressive. Actually. I didn't see it happening. I didn't see it happening. I didn't realize Jason Tatum was just going to be like, I, I mean, I, did okay. you watch the game? The whole team, I think was like, they, they we're just done. were like, we're done. They were like, we're yeah. cooked. They were Marcus smart. was just like flailing everywhere. They just didn't have an answer. They were like, we just don't have the fight anymore. And they died in, in Boston. It was great. Yeah. It was, they died. It was in front of those fans. I loved it. And like the, the fans just had nothing to, they couldn't do anything with it. Like they just couldn't, <sighs> So it was just, it was a, if you could paint a picture, a perfect it would have been, yeah, it, it just, it would have been, it, you hang that in the Louvre or something. Yeah. It just would have been. Yeah. I love gorgeous, it. gorgeous did, painting. Did you see Jason Tatum texted Kobe before oh, the game? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, can, can we stop all the Kobe stuff? It, seriously. Like we're, we're putting this guy on a shelf. He does not belong. on. He was an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He was an asshole. He's such an yeah. asshole. He made a pilot fly. When he didn't want to fly and he died because of it. Yeah. Like that. Anyway. Anyway. But the, yeah. okay. It's one thing if you're like, I'm so close to Kobe and I'm right. going to send him a text or call him or whatever, you know, yeah. prayer. It's one thing, right? Like, do they still have, like, are they keeping his phone on or something? Is this, is, is like, is this a thing? It's do like people the, do this? It's like the Hall of Notes hotline where if you call, they just play <laughs> the like private eyes or whatever. <laughs> it's that. Just like press one if you want to hear Kobe say something inspirational. You got it, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Press two. 
if you brought Kobe to, I don't know, like maybe. Anyway, he texted him and put it on social media, tweeted it. He tweeted his text, which to me, like, you're going to put your, like, come on. Like, yeah, that's just like are you just seeking attention? A hundred percent. Look, guys, I put Kobe, I texted Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, for inspiration and like, you know. And then, and then went three for For a little something extra. Yeah. yeah. Like you and Kobe were that close. Yeah, Kobe died, right. what, two years ago? The, the armband, I get. When he did the armband thing, the purple armband with the 24 or whatever on it, I was like, all right, fine, I get that. That's, you know, whatever. How great is it, though, that a Boston Celtic is texting a Laker mm. for inspiration? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, where, where do, what's mm. happened? What's happened to society? Larry Bird never would have done that. Our dog's going to start sleeping with cats. (laughs) (laughs) Just just goes to show you they don't play basketball anymore, Chris. Like 40 years ago. Oh, that's not a foul in my day. Daddy Age wouldn't have. He just, he would have punched Kobe in the face. Yeah, he would. Yeah. I was like, all right, I don't care what happened 40 years ago. Yeah. I just can't. It's, it's, (laughs) it's so dumb. Anyway, so, what is anyway. great is Boston lost. I feel I'm I'm a little under the weather. Otherwise, I'd be more excited about it. But I uh, I like I'm telling you, it was it was a perfect ending to that season. To to have Boston go in there and lose to a team I don't dislike. Like I, the West provides me with teams, most of which besides the Lakers, I can root for. And the Clippers. Oh yeah. Well, that leads me to my first question of the day, Chris. Okay. If you're looking into the futures crystal ball, now last year around August, I picked a, a futures. I picked Golden State. So I've got a couple yep. months here before I do okay. another far too early future. But <laughs> if you were to do a far, far too early future, who are you thinking? Is there a, is there a play out there? And, uh, and I think for, like you said, the Clippers, which made me think of it. The Clippers are probably maybe hmm. some good value. If you're doing a futures right now, because they're getting their guys back, right? And they played pretty well without, I think, most of the season, Paul or Paul George, and most and all of the season, Kawhi. Wow. Chris, right now, DraftKings has the Lake or the Clippers and the Warriors and the Celtics tied for the for the. Uh, oh, that's fucking no good. Then. Plus six hundred. Plus six hundred? Yeah, for all three teams. So that, those are the those are the top three teams. They're just not giving anything. Wow. No. Wow. The Nets are plus six fifty. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. Uh, Bucks plus eight hundred. Suns plus nine hundred. Boy. Where yeah. The, this is. Uh, where, are the, where here's I have a weird one. Okay. Can you look this one up for me? Yeah. Will you look up Warriors? Or not Warriors, sorry. Uh, Mavericks Western Conference Final. Okay. Uh, Western, Western Conference, Conference Mavericks plus 750. That's what, that's, I mean, you can always tease these up, or not tease them up, but you can, you, like, if you take the Mavericks and then choose, like, a random baseball game tonight and parlay sure. those, you'll, you'll <laughs> up your odds. Yeah. So, like, Mavericks plus 750, and, like, let's say the Astros tonight, money line. Sure. Suddenly, that's plus thirteen fifty. What about the Grizzlies plus eight hundred to win the West? Yeah, yeah, that feels good too. Either one of okay. those, I think. Either All one right. of those, I think. I think we're getting, but the Mavericks feel like they're a piece away. You know, mm, maybe, maybe. What about Luca uh, for MVP? Uh, yeah, that would probably be a good one. The, they don't have the writers. It's just right now. It's just futures uh, championship and conference winners. They don't have regular season MVP. They don't have anything else available because Luca feels like he's like the next. Like they're they're gonna want a yeah. white, They're gonna want a white guy. They're gonna want a foreign yeah. guy because that's yeah. it's only foreign guys. And if it's, there's a foreign white guy, I feel like Luca. He's an easy. Uh, Luca's a that's couple, an easy, a couple uh, sit-ups away from being like in MVP form. I feel like yeah. that's if they have a good draft, make a couple moves. I really like the war. I think that Dallas is like right there. They're right. They're right on the cusp. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think um, I, I think that's I think that's a good call, right? Because it depends. Like, and it'll be interesting now after the draft here on Thursday night, unless you free agency happens and, and making some trades or whatnot, and to see where these odds kind of fluctuate and change too, and then maybe that's where you maybe hit a little. Um, 
I mean, Golden State was an easy one to, for last year in a sense because they were coming off a whole bunch of injuries. Exactly, but that's the that's the the. the case, and I don't I don't see an equivalency with with a team this year. Not the Clippers. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I just they. I mean, they they've been healthy before over the years and just haven't done shit anyway. So, can I give you um, can I give you an MVP a long shot MVP? I have pulled up MVP odds. Okay, and I've got a long shot. You ready? Mm-hmm. There, there's. How do you feel about Anthony Edwards at plus six thousand? Uh, I don't. I don't Can't think he's going to get enough respect and attention. Okay, this is not a bet that's up there yet, but it should be Zion Williamson for most improved player. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. If that, whenever those odds go up, I yeah. would. I that feels like a lock. Yeah. I got you. On. I did, yeah, absolutely that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are that's that's all, and also like, what's up, DraftKings? How come you can't bet on the draft? It says DraftKings for Christ's sake. It's <laughs> a good point. It's <laughs> a good point. Why can't you? This website sucks. <laughs> really do. I hate it. Really do. FanDuel doesn't even have NBA anything. They just has WNBA. Which all right, that's nice, but. Uh... Well, this is just insane. I can't believe you can't bet on the. the oh wait, draft. futures. Here's here's. Uh, Can you bet NBA. on the draft? More NBA. Hmm. All right. Yeah. This. Well, yeah. This is. This is. It's, lame. Just, it's just dumb. Let's talk just about dumb. the draft though quickly. All right. Let's do it. So we had a. You know, we've been talking back and forth to our our Knicks fans, getting pumped, getting ready for the uh, for the NBA draft tomorrow night. I. I think. Y- let's start here. Let's, so start at, let's start at the obvious start of the draft. Mm-hmm. Let's start at the top. We'll work our way down. Wait, can we start? Can, let, let's start. I, I want to, I just, I saw something. We, we were having this text chain with our friends, RJ and, and Mike. And, and we, we were talking sort of rumors, Knicks rumors and all this stuff. Sure. You want to start with the Knicks? Why not? Let's start with the Yeah, Knicks. just because. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. just start. But I saw this, this I saw this, um, someone posted this trade, a uh, potential trade idea. And I've never seen both sides, both sides, the trade. Like, like they were so, I, I, I couldn't believe people were like so adamantly opposed or, or in favor of it from, from both. The, it was an, it's a Knicks Nets trade. Okay. And I, sides, I, I like, I've never water. seen anything like that. Usually everyone's always like bagging on each other, but like some people were trying to talk themselves into this trade, I think. And I blew my fucking mind. All right, let's hear it. Because if I was a Nets player i would take this if i was a nets uh if i was on the nets running the nets i would take this trade in a heartbeat and i think it's so insane that knicks fans are actually thinking that this is a good trade the knicks get kyrie irving right okay the that's knicks, it the knicks want him i i don't know if they want him or not i think everyone's just trying to put it because he's you know a new york team i mean i'd love to i think he's great he'd be i think he'd be great I, I think he'd be terrible with Tibbs and that style of play because he doesn't play defense and any of that kind of stuff. But anyway. I'd say bring back Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious about this. Why not? Why not? Bring back Isaiah Thomas. It's probably the most success they've ever had in the last I, I agree. years. So get, I, get Isaiah in there. But it's team president, at least. Probably coach. Yeah, both. Oh, it's a dual and, role. And then get Kyrie in there. And yeah. then and then draft. I mean, who's got the most upside? Trade up for fucking Chet. <laughs> That's the move. All right, keep going. But here's okay. Here's the here's the trade. Next, get Kyrie Irving. Yep. The Nets in return mm-hmm. get Julius Randle. They don't want his ass. R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, this year's number 11 draft pick and next year's first round pick that's from ba- Dallas. That's no, you can't. That's insane. He's not worth any of that. He's not worth any of that. He's worth RJ and Julius Randle. If that even, or I, I'm Julius not giving Randall up. I'm not, I don't am not a big RJ fan and I'm not giving him up for Kyrie. This Irving. is, this is his whole hot. No one would. Plus the 11th trade. overall pick. And yeah. like there was Knicks fans who were like, yeah, let's do this trade. Let's do this. We want this. Let's do this kind of thing. And I was like, Oh my God, you guys are fucking insane. There's no way who even proposed that. So like, I, it was just some random dude because it was it was uh, there was there was an article with the Athletic saying that 
Kyrie and the Nets are at an impasse and it might open him up in free agency or for sign a trade. Chris, like go to another team. Be real. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. The Nets are going to have Kyrie next year because nobody wants him. Unless the Lakers can somehow figure something weird. Why, out. Well, you hold up, but why does everyone assume that Lakers want him and like LeBron wants him back and stuff too? I just, like they, that's just what I heard. I don't know. I I'm I know, but like I, I, I there's no there's no basis to that. Everyone's just I think they're just trying to find a place for Kyrie because that's what everyone does and makes trades and like hey let's put him back. Well, with we don't have a LeBron season. That's when he had the most success. All right, but it's so actually when they both they both hated each other. Here's and they my didn't issue. Want each other. Here's my issue with the NBA, and maybe it shouldn't be an issue. Maybe I should be fine with it. But here's the thing that's, uh, that's trending with the NBA. I don't think people give a shit about the game of basketball as much as they care about playing GM. Like, I think that there's, like, yeah. I, I think people love the idea of, like, moving caps and trying to figure out the best fits and, like, su- like super deep analytics and, like, figuring out the draft and, like, prospects and scouting and G League and all this shit. I don't, but then when it comes to the game, the game itself, I don't know how much how much people really like like to watch the game or like dissect it beyond on a very surface. Yeah, level. you know they just want to like love or hate a guy that in that game or that moment and then trade him away for trying to find p- someone else. Value to trade upside him. and see what they can do with salary cap space, right? And year and extensions and 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 cap dumps and stuff like that. Like I think it's fun from the like the the NFT crypto <laughs> analytics like day trader. <laughs> model of the american human now is that like plus super fantasy driven to just really hone in and focus on and we'll be doing this in a couple of minutes because i can tell you quite honestly i've seen eight or ten of these people play in an actual game so i'm just basing all of my draft upside or whatever off of like shit i've read or like the couple of college games i watch yeah so i think videos, it's yeah and i'm not against it i just think it's funny like there aren't that many good there aren't that many people that like dissect the game that well that like can explain the game Mm -hmm. like the dunker spot those guys really break down the game and it's kind of boring but they really really talk through because they get into the minutiae of it which is what you kind of have to do and coaching and the swings and how the game is actually being played and like watching the coaching and watching the changes and then everyone else sort of aggregates or picks from like smart people like that that are really dissecting the game. The like the couple great writers or great podcasters and then just being like, yeah, the you know, like they did they switched to his own or they like, you know, like they're not re- they're not seeing the game. Yeah. Those same people will analyze the shit out of like a draft or like trade prospects or yeah. like trade machines and try to come up with all these like grand grand ideas of like how to better a team. But then at the end of the day, are they even watching how these players play together? Like I watch, I look at like, like the, the Kevin O'Connor mock draft. And like, I'm looking at like, you know, he does this thing shades of, you know, and it's like the top three prospects for him or anyway, are Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren and Banchero or Bancaro. And they're like, and he's like Michael Porter, Jr. Uh, Gen Z, Paul, Paul Gasol, uh, Julius Randle. I'm like, I don't want any of those fools. Right. That's the best prospects. Like that shades of taller Harrison Barnes. That's the number one person. <laughs> taller Harrison Barnes. Does that even mean? That's not, that's not, yeah. Like, does that even more mean? More athletic Harrison Barnes? Maybe. Taller? Doesn't mean shit to me. I'm sorry. Like the only comp to Chet Holmgren should be Sean Bradley. Just that's it. Just it's Sean Bradley. Remember it's him? not. It's not though. I, you you got to get up to Sean Bradley because that's not a compare. That's not the comparison. Can I talk? It's not. There's two different, two, two totally different style of games. Can I ask you a question about Sean Bradley? Sure. Sha- I think if Sean Bradley was in, no, no. Do you want if you want to talk career, a uh, uh, career no, arc, no. Sean Bradley? Then that's that's fine. Sean Bradley had a fine career. He had a service. Yeah, he had career. a fine career. Yeah. Uh, if Sean did he make it ten years? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think he did. I think he did even longer. Right. I mean, he would did, right. bounced around a bit. Sean Bradley, I think he was a number two pick overall, right? Or yeah, three. something like that. He was probably close. I, I think if he was in this draft, he would go number one. No, no way. I definitely do. I think they would think he's a unicorn. No, he's, no they I, wouldn't. I think they'd be like, he's, we can make him a three. We, are we, can, we can make him a three and D No, guy. he was not. He was not 
Uh, he was not I, an athletic. I truly believe that they would be like he has the ability to be no. like a wing seven no. footer. There, there, are, there are guys now coming in this draft. Now, there's one. There's the Philippines guy who's seven three, Kai Soto, and he is a traditional post up center. Yeah. Sean Bradley would be would be maybe undrafted or late second round pick now because he 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 would just be a center. He's, he was not athletic. He did not have handles. He could not play out in the wing. And, and they would not talk themselves into... The, I don't think GMs and people are, are that dumb where they think they can convert him into something he was, he was not. Okay, so let me ask you a question. How come they can't make... So Manu Bull had a pretty good jump shot at the end of his career. Started being a pretty good mm-hmm. three-point shooter. Yeah. How come they can't make Bull Bull into a three-point shooter? Why can't uh, I, honestly, that's a huge mystery to me because the, the guy shows that there's practice videos and, stuff of him and running the floor and stuff. Yeah. I feel like he's, uh, he's, now that's your comparison to, yeah. to Chet Holm. It's if you want to make a who you who you see, there is some sort of potentials in a lot of different facets of the game. And and I just don't know if they're going to be able to figure out how to translate it or make it work on that because the same body type. Um. And and same sort of skill across the board. Now maybe Chet's maybe has a little more uh, or better skill sets or athleticism than Bol Bol does. Um, maybe, but it's uh, you know. I, it, well, let's get just to, let's get to Chet. But just quickly, uh, okay. Sean Bradley only lasted three seasons in Philly. Then similarly, only lasted three seasons in the Nets. But then found a home for eight years in with the Mavericks. Had a th- yeah, it was fourteen years. Yeah, in a long career. He uh, averaged eight points, six rebounds, three blocks for his career. And listen, here's the thing. Bull Bull is actually bigger than Chet Holmgren is. I feel like Bull Bull is being underutilized. Someone needs to spend, I think he is too. And they I, keep trading him. and Nobody wants him, it seems like. They just don't want wants to, him. Nobody wants him. But, what, but maybe it's him. Maybe, maybe there's something about him where he just doesn't care enough or doesn't want to, like, isn't trying hard enough or practices weird, or whatever. He's a weird guy. I don't think he, I think, I think that is probably true um he's a if you watch him on instagram it's pretty embarrassing he's not yeah he's he's making a fool of himself he's yeah like, yeah i yeah I, Bull he's Bull, just living life i think and, and it's you yeah, know basketball is kind of you yeah. know there yeah uh i mean his me, dad died so i give him a break but he's only 20 well, sure, sure, sure. but i think okay yeah, listen, I think here, let's Bull start with Bull. chet and the, I, I just want to start with this thing just to kind of give everybody a comparison because we we're already talking about bowl bowl and actually that that reminded me of him there, there's a list of guys. Um, I, I found this off the. It was actually an Orlando uh, Magic blog, and this guy kind of did a breakdown. And he said there was a list of guys who measured six eleven or taller, and two hundred and fifteen pounds or lighter, coming into the NBA, which is roughly the comp of of Chet Holmgren because Holmgren's like I don't even know if he's two hundred pounds actually. Like Taco Fall styles. Uh, yeah, no, but he Taco weighed a lot more actually because he's think. so big. So here's, there's, it's what, seven guys? Okay. Six guys. Okay. That's it. Uh, Austin Day. Okay. Don't know who that is. Yeah. He played like a minute for like the Lakers, I think for a year or two. And he actually might've been a Gonzaga guy, if I remember right. Uh, Nerlens Noel. Yep. Legend. Thon Maker. Legend. Scal Labasieri. Okay. Never heard of him. Yeah, he was kind of a promising one of those Kentucky guys that like came out, I think, after his freshman year. Kind of everyone thought he might have a lot of potential and just never panned out. Jonathan Isaac. No idea. Of the of the of the magic, who who's like 6'11, 215 pounds. And everyone thought it would be sort of like this combo forward guy, and who's been like, I think he tore his ACL the last two years or something. Um and Alexei Pokusevsky. I love him. My right. favorite. Who is the spinning image of Chet fucking Holmgren? What's his name? Like, Alexi what? Pokusevsky? Oh, Poku. Yeah, Poku. Yeah. Yeah, with, the, with uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah, so will, will Oklahoma City, do they, are they going to go after another Poku? Why? why probably. I don't uh, get it. Poku, unless Orlando does, because Orlando loves this kind of style, guys. Poku had a, a minute. He had like one game where I think he put up like 33 during COVID. Yeah. But they don't, they don't, they don't just, last. They just, don't work in this league. The size and like, unless he puts on at least what 30 pounds, Yo, that guy's going to get folded up like a chair. Like there, 
I, I have Chad Holmgren is going to be a huge bust. I promise you. I, I don't think bust. he's gonna. Well, all right, bust is fair, but I, I, I think he's gonna go this way of, of the of the Sean Bradleys and yeah, he's gonna have. A, I think he put up Sean Bradley numbers for the rest yeah. of his life. Actually, if you look at Jonathan Isaac's numbers right now, for he's been in the league. I think well, it's technically four seasons, but he's only played two, I think, or two and a half maybe. And his his numbers are like they're just borderline pedestrian, right? It's like nine points, five rebounds, two point three blocks, something like that. Right. And that's, and he's like shooting like maybe around 30% on three pointers and that, those kinds of things. And I think, I think those two guys have a, have a very similar sort of, of, of skill sets as well. How, t- um, how tall is like Chet? They kind of post up who? How tall what? is Chet? He's seven foot, I think exactly. Okay. But he has like a, almost a uh, eight foot reach or something. And a nine inch nose. Right. And like, he's just, he, he's, he, there's he's someone else like back. showed up. I, I saw this video. It, it's from a guy who's fairly respectable, I think, in like with with social media postings of, of basketball. I think he's I think he writes for the same it's like basketballnews.com, which is the same guy for one of the dunker spot guys does, right? So it's they do good stuff on the on the basketball blog. And they were talking about chop and they it's, I think another guy posted video of Holmgren showing like how he's actually good in the post and like he his the skill sets. The problem though is I saw is like and, and it was the one against Jalen Duran uh, against the yeah. this game and and Duran like backs him down and out muscles him pushes him out of the way basically and gets to the to the low blocks and then goes up for the shot and 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 Chet blocks him from behind right and everyone's like see he had good wide base he moved his feet he's not going to get out muscled and stuff and I was like he exactly got out muscled yeah it's his length and his reach that helped cover him. Yeah, and make up that made up his de- defensive efficiencies to block that shot, and I was like, that's not a that's not a great selling point. I don't think. Of course, he's going to block the guy's shot because he's got a super long reach and he can he can overcome that. But he's 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 going to he's going to get worked by a lot of guys in the NBA if he's trying to low post defense. He's going to get worked by like everybody. Like he might, like Bam will destroy him. Like he get, yeah, he'll get worked by everybody. He's going to get and he's if he goes high and then if you put him out if you put him out in the wing. Guarding, you know, fours, but combo fours, His first three, step four is guys. So slow. It's like it fast for Gonzaga, but so slow for the NBA. Yeah. Like when he yeah. puts the ball on the court, it takes a good two seconds for him to like start getting going. And he flails his little, his little elbows around, and he pushes off, and like it's, everyone's just fascinated with white people. Like that's. I know they just they push just, it. There's there's a push just there. Just a fascination there. with a like. There's this great white hope in the NBA still. That's why I fucking. It's why the last two years we've had the lamest MVP ever. It's, it's like, if, if this guy's not white, I just feel like he's just like a, kind of like a middling prospect. Yeah. It's just, there's just a fascination with this unicorn idea. Right, but he's not a unicorn at all. Not. So, I, don't, I, I don't see that. I, listen, I think he'll be a decent player. I think he's got some skills. I just don't think he's going to be a difference maker, and he becomes more of a, of a sort of a role player. I know. So, like, but is it because like he'd be it, lucky if he gets an all star? I think he never will. Is it so with this draft, right? Like your top three prospects or top four, according to everybody, is Jabari, mm-hmm. Chet, Bancaro, and Jaden Ivey, right? Yeah, yeah. So you've watched some college basketball. All those, all four of those guys actually played college basketball. Where would you? rank them one to four in the draft uh chet would be fourth because i just i'm not taking a chance on that right. I, th- I think the other guys have way more potential and way more athleticism and skill yeah like like bari uh sorry jabari and 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 uh bancaro both are i think in a in a sense like the more true definition of a unicorn potential right they can play inside they can play out they can handle the ball they can shoot it they can pass like though they have at least more athletic skill sets, I think that that translates and and adapts to the NBA game than Chet does. Right. Jay Jay and Ivy, I I kind of the more I watch him, the, I'm a little more excited about him actually. He's my he's he's my. I think he's I got go, a lot of John Morant to his game, doesn't he? He kind of looks like him too. I think I would bit. go Jabari because everybody loves him, and I don't know much about him. Jabari, yeah. Jaden, Paolo, Chet. If I was gonna, yeah, if I was gonna do yeah. those four. Yeah. Paolo, I like, and I, I sort of, I, I didn't get like, the, like Paolo, the games I watched, I watched a decent amount of Duke games. I didn't like it, but like, how do you judge a guy that like playing at Duke, you know? Like, right. And a lot of these guys, I feel like they're, they're playing like Jabari Smith. And that's the thing about Auburn. I, I think he played on a, a shitty team yeah. for a shitty coach. Yeah. 
with two, I think, uh, gunner or ball heavy guards. And so I, and I think, and Banchero, I think there, there was another, there, I think there's too much talent on those Duke teams in a sense where they're not, it, it's, it's like the old Kentucky teams where there's just, they, they don't get enough shine and run to sort of show their full complement of skills. Yeah. And so I think Banchero will look better in the NBA as well. So I do think there's a chance that Banchero becomes sort of more, you know, is he sort of more of a Julius Randall type where he needs maybe the ball a little bit more where he's more of like a what? point forward he, kind of a player a point forward or is he like a just a traditional big like i don't know what they do like it's weird yeah i'm not sure because it seems to be there seems to be sort of conflicting reports with him well they got rid of christian wood right and he's definitely going to houston there's no doubt about it houston will, houston will do anything to get that guy like that's just a wrap so where it, it seems it, i mean this seems pretty well set with the top three about who's going where is it I I feel like it, it, it. There doesn't seem to be every every time I read about this stuff, it, it doesn't seem to be like there's even some sort of um, questions with this. It's just Jabari, Chet, and Paolo. And yeah, Ivy. right. I mean, because like you said, with the trade with Houston, um, yeah, everything. OKC is I think is set on Chet. And then I think you get Paolo, and then Jaden could either go to the Kings or the Knicks or somebody else trades up, right? I, I sure hope the Kings don't take Jaden Ivey or, or they trade out or something there yeah. because I think he, they already have a backcourt. They don't need to mush it up with they another a, third guard. Yeah, they've, they just start, it's just starting to work. They just, right. they just emptied right. it out enough. Or then train a couple of the other guys then or something, right? And like, and then give Jaden the, the yeah, sh- let De'Aaron Fox go. Like, right. let him go. That'd be yeah, great. We'll maybe. take him in Philly. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I don't know. There's, there's some... This whole draft, though, to me, it, 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 I don't know if you remember, like 2013, 2014, 2015, those drafts were very underwhelming if you look back at them. Yeah, I agree. Right? And like even like 2018 is still a little, I'm still a little, bad. like there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of talent so far that have come out of those drafts and shined and, and been all stars or really good players. There's a lot of sort of nice sort of, I guess, role players that might be, that might be. Not, that might be too harsh in a sense, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of decent players, I think in those drafts, but I feel like this draft is, might be like one of those where like none of these guys really become great. I think so. Let's show let's, this is, this is great. I'm glad you got there. Cause this is a perfect segue to what I want to talk about. I think the middle of this draft is the most exciting place in this mm-hmm. draft. Like, I think that like, I, I think, accidentally ending up in the 12 to 18 spot is a, is a, it's a perfect place to be. I think that there are players like, like, uh, Agba, uh, Agbaji, right? Like what's his name? The guy from, yeah, from Kansas, Kansas, uh, yeah. Ochai, mm-hmm. uh, the kid from Baylor that dyes his hair. What's his mm-hmm. name? Sojan, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Williams from Duke. I like all of these players. Like, I think Jalen Duran is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there's like, I think the middle of this. I like draft. the two other Duke guys, Moore and Griffin. Yeah, I agree. Like I, you know, AJ they're, Griffin? they're kind of, huh? AJ Griffin seems yeah. exciting. Uh, yeah. I, I think that the middle of this draft is like where the, where the potential Donovan Mitchell. Yes. Like, yes, exactly. Like That's co- what I was I, thinking. Too. I think that the middle of the, this draft is like where the secret great player comes out of. And that's been sort of the case happening in all recent drafts. But I think that this one in particular like it's so like I hope the Sixers keep their twenty third, and I hope they like take a shot at like one of these, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this Jaden Hardy from the Ignite. I watched his highlights. He looks so NBA ready. He like he's I'm so excited about him. Like if the Sixers could land Jaden Hardy, I'd be pumped. I think he's fucking awesome. Like I I really like. There's a kid from Arizona that I like a lot too. Um, I can't oh, think of it. Not uh, not. Um... Not Benedict Mathurin. Oh, dude, that guy sucks. No, yeah. it's the other guy. I know. Yeah. There's another Arizona guy. There's another guy Arizona guy that I watched at some time. Terry? It's not yeah. Terry. Is it no. Terry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jayla. No. There's an... Is it that guy? I can't Coloco? remember. No. no, I can't remember which one of yeah. the Arizona guys is. Maybe it was Terry. Uh, maybe it was Dale and Terry. I think it was. Like, the, he seems... Like, there's... Ex- yeah. Back to your, like, little point. Like, I don't... That guy's... They're... I, I feel like this is this is like the the two guys that really sort of represent this draft is like Johnny Davis and Keegan Murray, which which are, they're like solid like two way players like they're blue collar type players right yeah it's a bunch and, of it's a bunch of Chris Middletons yeah right exactly which is Middleton. great and that's fine 
But it's it's you know I think we all have to sort of like cool our expectations with this entire draft and stuff. So that's why the Knicks, if they want to make a splash, have to trade up for Jaden Ivey. I just don't know what. I, yeah, exactly. Right. Or yeah, actually, the only other guy I or think, or they just I, go with the big when everyone's got Jalen Duran like pointed right. like at them, and sure. then but then do they like what did they they wasted an entire season for Jalen Duran? I know, I know. It's not it's not sexy. And like Johnny Davis, like. He seems he's ready for the NBA. He feels like he would be a really good Knicks fit, yeah, though. Actually, you know, I agree. I um, like they'll just miss him, and he'll end up being in four All Star games. Yeah, the guy, the guy, I'm really loving, and I'm I'm sure he'll be there at at what, is it Knicks with eleven? Um, is Jalen Williams, okay. the guy from Santa Clara? I don't know him at all. And he is like honestly, I I started doing like a little comps just to sort of put it in my head a little bit, and I was. I, I kind of, I, I got to, here's what I got to. And he's, he's, he could shoot the, like pull up twos, threes, play defense, can sort of post up a little bit. He's kind of like a bigger guard. I think he's like six, six or something. But I kind of was thinking like this, he could really be like another DeMar DeRozan actually. Oh. And he, he like, except for like with it, with a three point shot though, like he's really good. And he's been climbing up the draft boards in the last month or two. So he's he's not an unknown. People really sort of you know like if he's not a lottery pick, it'll be a, I think a, a shocker at this point in time. So like top ten, he'll probably go top ten. You think he'll go above Shaden Sharp, who's like the one the other guy that's like everyone's <sighs> just geeking out about? Yeah, potential, all potential, and like okay. Here's what I think. I think you wanted to, uh, NBA Shane, Shane, you know what Shaden Sharp? I'm worried that he's like he's the next sort of like Stanley Johnson, Josh, Josh Jackson type of player. It's right? all upside. It's so weird. Like you look at the top of this draft. The like Benedict, Keegan, Shaden, those are all upside players, right? Yeah. Like the guy from the Diang, the guy from New Zealand. It, like that guy only played like a couple good games. Tyson that, Daniels. Yeah. Those are all just like let's take a, a let's let's risk it on upside. Yeah. But then if you want like I feel like Sochan, uh, Mark Williams, like your dude, Jaden Williams, like there mm-hmm. are these players that are proven like they will be difference makers. Like those yeah. are, like to me, that's what like, that's what you want in this draft. You want the guy that's like, a di- like they don't don't reach and not develop a player on a shitty team. Get a good solid player that's ready yeah. to turn your like right. work with your team now. Like that's I just don't I don't understand. I think you're right. I don't understand I think right. the, the thinking on this. Like there are you, so many NBA ready players in this draft, and they're all getting dumped from like I don't know fourteen down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be a mistake. Now, I'm not saying there's a Giannis in this draft. I'm not saying there's a Jokic in this draft. I mean, there might be, uh, but I, it doesn't quite look like it either, though. Yeah, it's not. But if I if I was going to bet one, is not. Is if I was going to bet one, though, it's probably Jabari Smith in a sense. Like, and I don't think he's Giannis necessarily in that in that degree, but he's he might be the most NBA ready yet potential superstar. I can like I can see that I can see that to some degree, and then maybe Jaden Ivey is like the next one at, down after that. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I don't know enough to not to disagree, but I will like say Jabari, this. like Jabari Smith. Honestly, like you might think I'm crazy, but he's uh, he's when you watch him play, he he's kind of has like a, sort of the similar skill sets. You call him a poor man's Kevin Durant. Oh wow! Like he could probably handle the ball if he develops a little bit more and enough. I th- Simmons gave him a Rashard Lewis comp. I think. Yeah, I saw that. I th- honestly, he he his body type and his shooting stroke. Rashard Lewis had a really good shot shooting stroke. Yeah, he's like, awesome. I can see that actually. I see Rashard Lewis a lot in that actually, but he plays way better defense potentially. I uh, I th- here's where I would want to be if I was a fan of a team. I would want to be the Charlotte Hornets. Now they're terrible. They're mm-hmm. terrible at drafting. Mm-hmm. But they have thirteen and fifteen. I think you could get two good players to play mm-hmm. with that squad at thirteen mm-hmm. and fifteen. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would love to. I'd love to have those two you could, picks. You could shoot on potential in one, two. Yeah, you could go high upside yep. and then take one really solid player on at fifteen, like like oh, Johnny Davis or or even like a Keegan Murray. I wouldn't hate there. Although he'll probably go higher for some reason. I don't know why because he's not that great. I don't think. Yeah, well, um, it depends on who likes what. But yeah, right. Like that. But yeah, that to me is like that's Chris, where I'd want to be. Now that's an interesting thing you brought up because I, there was just a rumor I was reading this morning that the Hornets are willing to trade one of their first round picks to move Gordon Hayward's contract. That fucking guy. Which is <laughs> so, but okay. Li- hear me Can out. Can you though, fucking believe what he's done to teams? God, I know. I know. Just, but here's the thing: I he's only making what's well, roughly about thirty million a year for the next two seasons. Come to Philly, baby. 
I would I would take that in a heartbeat. Come to Philly, baby. We could use a shooter. Mm-hmm. We could use a shooter. I'd take him. For three, basically, you only need him for one year because yeah. after next year, yeah. he's an expiring contract. You could trade him away again. What if we, how do this, this? And plus, you get the thirteenth, maybe the fifteenth pick can in the, the draft. Sixers pa- can the Sixers do more? Can they package like Danny Green? <laughs> can we, maybe they might be able to. Maybe they can give up him because I, I think Charlotte doesn't want to take any money about, back. How about we get? How about we get uh, Terry Rozier? Uh, <laughs> Gordon Hayward. <laughs> Here we go. The thirteenth pick, and we give up twenty three <laughs> and Danny Green. All right. Is that because then we get? I don't. I don't think you have to do that. I, I know. Could, I think I, you I would take, take. I'll take the. I'll take the Hayward contract. Like you, you're going to have to trade. Hey, or you're going to have to trade some money somewhere else. So maybe Danny Green's to go somewhere else. Maybe maybe Charlotte does it because I think Charlotte's opening money for Bridges. Okay. Because they need to max him out. So whatever it takes. But yeah, I mean, if you have to get rid of, you know, if you can make a trade somewhere else to get rid of some contracts, I would, I would do that in the hell, uh, hell yeah. Okay, I like it. Let's get him in Philly, and we get All thirteen. Right. And you get 13. May, well, maybe. Maybe it's 15. Who knows how that works out. But, you know. Yeah. yeah. I would say yes. If it's 13, it. definitely. 13. I, I take 15. I would take 15, too. Because we need a backup center, and I really want Mark Williams. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really love the traditional post-center right now. I, we, just, we have not had a backup center in Philly. Like, we don't have anybody. And then the playoffs come around, and we're, like, playing B-ball Paul, which is great. But, or, like, benching DeAndre. Like, we just... We have, there's a void in the backup center role. Mm. Mark could learn under, under Embiid. Embiid could, like, there'd be some pressure off of him. I think it'd be a I think it, like, like, what, what, what do you want more than, like, just a serviceable, solid, young center? That's great for Embiid. It's, a, it's not on my, it's not high on my list. I'd, I'd rather take almost anything else, especially at that, at those positions, or at that draft spots, uh, like, tw- 23, fine. Then you can take a backup center. Because because maybe your options are more limited at that point in time and potential wise. Um, Walker Kessler. Ugh, Walker Kessler, you mean? Yeah. Oh God. I know. Um, you get dicey down at twenty. Even That's honestly, I mean. even like uh, there's another guy I love too at uh, LSU, Terry Eason. I don't know. He's a, he's kind of like a combo. He's more small forwardish, but maybe combo guard. He's super good defensively, which is I know the Sixers love. All right. So His offensive game is a little lacking, but he there's a lot of potential there too. Tari, yeah, is it Tari? Yeah, I'll take him. He looks. Yeah. he's a forward though. It looks like he's gonna. He's he's super athletic. To, he's projected to go higher though. I think. Okay, he might. He might be. Yeah, going higher. All right. Another so, one. Chris. Okay. We got to go in three minutes. Okay. What I want to know is two things: the steal of the draft. Who's the player that's going to surprise everybody and be the, the come out of this and be the steal of the draft? And it could be. Number one, if you think it's Jabari, if you think he's like hands down the best player slash rookie of the year, I'm not saying this is the rookie of the year because rookie of the years of yeah, it doesn't yeah, like, they don't matter. Like there's yeah. been some bad ones. Steal of the draft. MCW comes to mind. Uh, um, I, I think I think that's where Jalen for me Jalen Williams comes in. Okay, I think he's I think he might be this year's like Donovan Mitchell. Jalen Williams. Okay. Now, my other question. I like mm-hmm. that. Jalen Williams is your guy. Mm-hmm. I've, my guy's Jaden Hardy. I think that guy's going to be awesome. Okay, great. I like that one because that, that's not one I've been paying a lot of attention to. I just to. watched his mixtape and I just fell in love. He like, I, he's, he's, he's great. I don't know anything about the Ignite players, but he is he's exciting. Now, Chet Holmgren. Do you want him to go to the Thunder just because? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> 100% yes. Me too. <laughs> yes. I want him yeah. in Oklahoma City so bad. I think that the most important thing for me is that he ends up in Oklahoma City at number two. That would just be great. It yeah, it, it's... Um, it, just, it just makes too much sense. It's too perfect of a fit. But I, I could see Orlando taking Chet too, though. There's a... He, 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 they have a type, and, and he fits that to a T. He, they like these big big, tall, skinny, sort of combo forward center type players. I know, but I don't want him to ruin Mo Bamba's career. And Bull Bull's I, I know, but he's, he's, I, he wouldn't, they could play, I think they could technically, you, I, I think the vision would be they could play together. Right. Because I think a lot of people think Chet Holmgren is more of a wing than a center, which I, I think is probably a mistake. 
in my eyes, but I but I sort of I get that too. So, he's, he's more so of that forward. Jalen Suggs and Markel splitting point guard duties, right? Like then then what do you got? Mo Bamba at center, Franz Wagner at small forward. They're, but Orlando's a mess. They have they have a roster construction mess. They have no idea how to put a ro- roster together. It doesn't seem like they they just they just throw pieces together and they want what they want. And so that's there. That's why there's a reason maybe Chet goes to Orlando. I I'm kind of with you. I feel so, like I'm now. I'm like now. I think that is going to happen. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Um, but that t- team is just so weird. I just I'm looking at it and I see Cole Anthony, Terrence Ross, who can never leave that place. Yeah, it's just bonkers. There's and, a good, there's a good Sixers trade actually. Terrence Ross, I'll take him. Yeah, I'll take him. I, I, he, he, I'm surprised they haven't got him like at the end of every when the contracts are up. You know, when the people are doing contract dumps, I always expect Ter- Terrence Ross to end up in Philly or leave yeah. for that matter. He just well, never I think he's got some trade value, so you're gonna have to give something up. We'll you give know, up I, the, I, there's the rumors team. now that like looks looks like uh, Sixers or Maury wants to give up 23 and and Thibault. For for whatever, yeah, he will. Um, he's gonna so, get rid of thigh bowl or or maybe, uh, but maybe that's maybe that's Terrence Ross, and maybe that's not that bad of a trade. Or it's Cork Moss. One of them is going. Anyway, we've done it. Uh, enjoy your draft, everybody. We're probably going to be on a hiatus for a couple of weeks, so uh, you know, we'll at be, least at least two weeks. At least two weeks. We'll but we'll try our best to keep in. Uh, we'll 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 stay in touch because we love you. Uh, don't give up <laughs> on us the way that we gave up on Chet. <laughs> Already, <laughs> before his career even started. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. <laughs>